Welcome to her CEO journey, the business finance podcast for women entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Christina Shahli. If you are new here, a big warm welcome. If we are not connected on LinkedIn, please reach out and say hi because that's where I hang out and share my business finance tips. If you have been listening to this podcast every week, I want you to know, I appreciate you. This podcast won't be around without your support. Feel free to send me a private message on LinkedIn or submit your question using the link provided in the show notes. Tell me which part of the conversation in this episode resonates and inspires you. And if you have follow-up question after listening to this episode or any business finance question, ask me. I will do a bonus episode to answer your question on this podcast or I will post it on LinkedIn if we are connected there. Over the last seven weeks, I am pretty certain you have heard many said this pandemic is unprecedented. Because of it, we are now in recession. And because of it, there is no guidance out there to navigate the recession. The truth is, when we closed the year 2019, there had been talks about recession. We knew it's coming. The question wasn't if recession would happen, but when it's going to happen and how long would it last? After all, a recession is part of a business cycle. The last one happened in 2008-2009, then we are due for another one. But we are all in shock because the pandemic made it happen way, way sooner than we all expected. The fact is there is guidance out there because there has been ton of research done about prior recession. So if you look through it, it could help you make informed business decision. Even though this pandemic is unprecedented, but there is guidance out there to navigate the recession caused by this pandemic. I found an article released by Harvard Business Review back in 2010, and this article has very interesting and valid points that I want to share with you. It said businesses that survived the past recession recognize three things that they need to balance. Number one, cost-cutting is necessary to survive a recession, but businesses need to focus more on operational efficiency, which can reduce costs in the long term, even after the recession is over. An example was given. It said that laying off employee isn't considered as a cost reduction with a permanent impact. So that's interesting. That's why you have seen, at least in the U.S. and Canada, why the government is trying very hard to give packages, financing package that is helping with payroll. So that's number one. Number two. Investment is equally essential to boost growth, but don't be too aggressive by investing in growth too much. You need to invest in some growth, strategic growth. But if you are the type of leader who is being too optimistic, 
but at the expense of ignoring realities, then when your investment takes longer than expected to generate paybacks, your business will be in trouble. Point number three is more a summary. It said, improving operational efficiency to cut costs while investing to boost growth must be managed at the same time. So you have to be able to balance cost cutting with investment. My question to you is this, how can you balance between cost cutting and investing for growth if you don't put everything into a financial picture? If your strategy is only in your head, everything can look possible and everything can look good. Until you put your strategy into spreadsheet using your best assumption, you really don't know your future financial story. As of this moment, I hope you have done at least one or two of these three steps I'm going to share with you. Step one, analyze. It means you should already know your cash needs for the next three months as well as 12 to 18 months. Step two, stabilize. It means you have figured out ways to preserve cash and ways to build your cash reserve. Preserving cash, this is going back to that Harvard Business Review where it said you need to figure out how to improve your operational efficiency so you can reduce costs permanently. Don't just reduce costs that is temporary. It can help for a little bit, but it it just way better if you can figure out cost cutting that can help you in the long run, not only now, but after the recession is over. Step three, innovate. It means you need to look through your market. Do you need to branch out to a new market? Do you need to create a new product that will serve your customer appetite at this moment? Do you need to move your business 100% online? Or do you want to split between 50-50 online and offline? For the analyze stage, I share in my solo episode on March 26 on how to stress test the financial health of your business. I will include a link to that solo episode in my show note so you can listen to it if you haven't done step one yet. Now, let's say you already figure out step number two ways to preserve cash and you put everything into a spreadsheet and you understand your future financial story. Yet your financial story shows you will have cash shortage for the next three months, even 12 to 18 months. And you are thinking, okay, one of my options is going to my financial institution or getting into one of the government financing probes and you want to do debt financing. If your solution is debt financing, there are key points 
you need to think about before you make a final decision and sign your name on the dotted line of that debt agreement. Number one, you have to be specific on what you will be using outside funding for. Why do you need this outside funding? So what and why? That's point number one. Number two, how much funding do you need? And this cannot be done if you haven't put your strategic business decision into a financial picture. You won't know how much you need. You can randomly know, but you don't know for sure. You don't have the best estimate if you don't put your strategy, your future strategy into a financial picture, which means create a spreadsheet with a long-term cash flow projection. Okay, that's number two. Number three, understand when exactly do you need this funding? Do you need it for the short term, which is in 12 months or less than 12 months? Or do you need it for the long term, which is longer than 12 months? Number four, does the borrowing cost make sense? And when I said borrowing cost, it's not only the interest expense. Sometimes you have to pay fees to the financial institution. So your borrowing cost is whatever you will need to pay your financial institution. Okay. Point number five, what do you have for collateral? There are physical collateral such as equipment and building that you own or non-physical collateral, for example, account receivables. The type of collateral that your financial institution may ask, it depends as well with the purpose of the loan. That's why point number one, you need to know what you will be using this outside funding for. So that's your purpose. And then it will or may tie in to the type of collateral the financial institution will ask. Point number six, do you have any existing debt agreement or any other agreement which won't allow you to use any of your asset as collateral? Or do you have any existing debt agreement with certain debt covenants that you need to maintain? So basically, when you are taking more debts, it will put you offside with your current debt covenant. It is very important to understand what type of agreement you currently have in place and do a summary of the collateral and the debt covenants to make sure before you sign a new debt agreement, it doesn't contradicts or it doesn't put you offside with the current agreement and get you in trouble. Okay, it's very, very important to understand that. And then if you need to get advice from your legal counsel in reviewing this agreement, go do it. Point number seven, last but not least, you must include a debt repayment plan in your financial story. You have to be able to show the financial institution or the lender, once you take on a new debt, you will be able to pay 
this debt in the future. They are taking a chance on you. So you have to make sure you are responsible to the lender by showing a reasonable future financial picture or financial story, even in uncertain situation. You don't want to be too conservative with the spending, but you also want to avoid being too optimistic with the sales. It is very easy for small businesses or entrepreneurs to think that getting a loan or getting into debt financing can help you with your current cash flow challenges. And then I cannot blame you, but the only way you can benefit from a debt financing is that you need to have clarity and confidence with your current and future financial story. It doesn't mean you need to be perfect, but it means you must have a clear plan using the best available information you have right now. I do hope this episode gives you enough key points to think about before you get into debt financing. I'm here for you when you need help on how to best structure your debt financing according to your unique financial story. You can book a call with me using the schedule link in the show notes. Let's continue your journey to grow a business that fuels the life you want to live. Thank you so much for joining me here every week at Her CEO Journey, the business finance podcast for women's entrepreneurs. Head on over to kristinashahli.com forward slash Her CEO Journey to subscribe for this podcast. And don't forget to tell other women entrepreneurs that this podcast is available for free in the podcast apps of their choice. Until next time, and let's continue to grow a business that fuels the life that you want to live.